This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. Tonight, the breaking news that could affect control of the U.S. Senate with the midterms now less than two weeks away. Football star turned Senate hopeful Herschel Walker now facing accusations from a second woman. She says the anti-abortion rights candidate drove her to a clinic and paid for an abortion. And in Pennsylvania, good evening, candidates. Voters react to John Fetterman and Dr. Oz's only debate as Democrats worry about the stroke survivor's performance. Mr. Fetterman really struggled. It was painful to watch. Breaking news, the massive drug bust, hundreds of thousands of fentanyl pills, more than a thousand pounds of meth, plus cocaine and heroin taken off the streets. Tonight, how many lives may have been saved? Children's hospitals overwhelmed, pediatric beds at capacity as the country sees a dramatic rise in RSV. We speak with an emergency room doctor. How concerned are you about a long winter of illness? I'm concerned. And Putin watches his troops' nuclear drills. CBS's Holly Williams gets reaction from inside Ukraine. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Wednesday. Tonight, there are major developments that could potentially shake up the midterm elections in two key political background 
battlegrounds. The breaking news from Georgia Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker is denying new accusations that he paid for another woman to have an abortion three decades ago. The accuser says she's afraid of retaliation and wants to remain anonymous. And in Pennsylvania, there's concern tonight from Democrats after the Senate debate between John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz. The race is a toss-up, and Fetterman's performance last night is raising new questions about Fetterman's recovery from a stroke. These races are important because they could decide the balance of power in the Senate. Our latest battleground tracker shows Republicans now have a slight advantage, though at least five races are toss-ups. As America decides, we have team coverage of those crucial races in Georgia and Pennsylvania. And we're going to begin with CBS's Nicole Killian. Good evening, Nicole. Good evening, Nora. This new claim comes as Herschel Walker is in a dead heat with Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and amid record early voting turnout in Georgia. Walker recently told me he was trying to move forward with his campaign. Now he's defending another allegation that he says are lies. Into me. In a virtual news conference, attorney Gloria Allred introduced Jane Doe, concealing the identity of a woman who claims Herschel Walker drove her to an abortion clinic in the spring of 1993 after learning she was pregnant. He encouraged me to have an abortion and gave me the money to do so. The woman described a six-year relationship with Walker while he was still married and playing in the NFL. She said she tried to get the abortion herself but couldn't go through with it and says he took her to a Dallas-area clinic the next day and waited for her while she got the procedure. I was so traumatized by what Herschel had put me through. Allred shared evidence from her client, including cards purporting to be from Walker, as well as a photo and recording of him as proof of their relationship. I want to say I love you and I was thinking about you. The woman called the GOP Senate nominee, who is staunchly anti-abortion, a hypocrite and said she was not coming forward for political reasons. I do not believe that Herschel is morally fit to be a U.S. senator. I'm done with this foolishness. Walker played down the allegations on the campaign trail along with South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. Kavanaugh didn't back down. He's on the court. Herschel ain't backing down. Herschel Walker's going to the United States Senate. It is the latest case to envelop Walker, who recently admitted to writing a check for another woman who claimed he paid for her abortion in 2009. I said that's a lie. Walker's opponent, Senator Warnock, has tried to steer clear of commenting on some of these controversies. But tonight he issued a statement saying this is the latest example of a troubling pattern. Nora, what a story in these final days. Nicole Killian, thank you. Well, now let's head to Pennsylvania for voter reaction to the showdown between John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz. Both Senate candidates are now trying to seize momentum after their debate. We get more from CBS's Robert Costa in Harrisburg. Republican candidate Mehmet Oz hit the campaign trail today with former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, calling his opponent John Fetterman soft on crime and touting his own performance at Tuesday night's face-off. Now, last night's debate focused on my desire to bring balance to Washington. In that debate, Pennsylvania voters got a live, hour-long look at Fetterman, who is recovering from a stroke in May. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, Mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm going to keep coming back up. Fetterman used a closed captioning device to help him read the moderator's questions and Oz's answers. And there were moments where Fetterman appeared to struggle. It's about supporting and helping, you know, young 
earners, excuse me, young, young, uh, young, you know, students. With the race essentially tied two weeks out, the debate was a key moment for some voters who had a mix of opinions today on Fetterman's verbal difficulties. Mr. Fetterman uh, really struggled. It was painful to watch. As long as he feels that he's fit to run for office, then I will trust his word. I don't understand how his handlers allowed him to engage in that debate. Just because he don't speak as fast as everyone else has nothing to do with what he can do in Congress. Fetterman was pressed by the moderators about why he has not released complete medical records. He has released a letter from his primary care doctor that says he is capable of serving. Oz refrained yesterday from directly addressing Fetterman's health challenges, but his allies like Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey have not. You believe the question will linger in the final days here? I do. I mean, I certainly do, given his performance. Also, let's be honest, he's not releasing all the records. Um, we all saw just how badly affected he still is. Fetterman's campaign claims that since the debate ended, he has raised $2 million, but some top Democrats remain concerned, including former Pennsylvania Governor Ed Rendell, who told CBS News that Fetterman at times seemed confused and he wants to see the candidate out on the trail a lot to show voters he's ready to serve. Nora. Wow, there is so much at stake. It will be a long election night, perhaps a long election week. Robert Costa, thank you so much. Well, a jury in Wisconsin reached a guilty verdict today for a man who plowed his SUV through a Christmas parade last year. Daryl Brooks now faces six consecutive life sentences, one for each life that he took. Dozens more were injured. The conviction brings an end to a chaotic trial where the killer acted as his own attorney with bizarre courtroom behavior. CBS's Roxana Saberi reports it was an emotional day at the courthouse. We want to warn you, the video of the attack is hard to watch. We, the jury, find the defendant, Daryl E. Brooks, guilty. Daryl Brooks sat silently with his head bowed as the judge read the jury's verdict. Guilty. Guilty on all 76 criminal counts. Guilty of first degree intentional homicide. Six counts, one for each of the six men, women and child he killed. After he drove his SUV into a Christmas parade in Waukesha last November. More than 60 others were injured. Mr. Brooks, you're interrupting me. During the trial, Brooks represented himself. Your life is not on the line. Mine is. At times clashing with the judge and even stripping off his prison garb. We had videograph evidence of his behavior all up and down that crime scene. Today, with victims' families by her side, District Attorney Sue Opper said they're satisfied the jury held Brooks accountable after just three hours of deliberations. What do you think about the length of time that the jury took to deliberate? We think the verdict was uh, fair. The timing was spot on. The medical stuff isn't over. Ryan Conkey's 12-year-old niece, Jessalyn Torres, has undergone several surgeries since she was struck by Brooks. What do you think this decision will mean for the healing of families like yours and other families? I think it's a huge step forward. You know, I think this gives everybody an opportunity to have some sort of closure. Conkey says he and his family have had trouble sleeping. The kids were afraid of fast-moving cars and have just started venturing back into crowds. A hearing to set Daryl Brooks's sentencing date is scheduled for Monday. Nora? Roxana Saberi, thank you. 
Well, tonight we're just getting word of a massive drug bust linked to Mexican cartels. 17 people are under arrest in California and Washington state. Federal prosecutors accuse them of being part of an interconnected drug trafficking ring and say that the amount of fentanyl seized was enough to kill 132,000 people. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has the late details. Photos tonight show the hall seized this week in a joint operation by the FBI, DEA, and local law enforcement officials. Authorities say three major cartels operating within the U.S. smuggled the drugs, including fentanyl, through Mexico. The amount of drugs that we are talking about is huge, and those are coming across the border in cars and in trucks. According to U.S. Attorney Nick Brown, federal authorities tracked the groups and monitored their efforts to recruit people in the Seattle area to distribute the narcotics on the street. 330,000 pills of fentanyl alone were seized. Former head of DEA International Operations, Mike Vigil. Fentanyl is the most dangerous drug that the United States is currently facing. The cartels are moving away from other drugs because it's much more lucrative just yesterday, two separate busts in Arizona and Oregon brought in more than 18 pounds of the drug. Fentanyl, which is usually disguised as more expensive drugs, is also one of the deadliest. In 2021, Colorado saw an almost 70% increase in fatal fentanyl overdoses from 2020, more than 900 deaths. That should really scare the American public. And here's another scary fact. Fentanyl is 100 times stronger than morphine. Authorities believe 40% of the pills they seized this week contain lethal doses, Nora. That is scary. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. Well, here's an alarming number. 99% of pediatric beds are now full at one of the nation's top hospitals, Children's National, right here in Washington. And that is mostly because of the respiratory illness known as RSV. That has been surging throughout the country. Well, today we visited the hospital and learned some important information on what parents need to know. Noah and Bailey Wendell didn't know their two-month-old was sick with RSV until they rushed her to the emergency room. I was panicked, you know, because I could tell that my, my daughter was breathing very badly. Breathing deep. The severe respiratory illness invaded Nevaeh's lungs, and she was suffering. She's definitely a, a precious little angel. The family has been in Labonner Children's Hospital in Memphis since Sunday, where Nevaeh is receiving oxygen and fluids. Dr. Sarah Coombs works in the emergency room at Children's National, where she's been treating RSV patients. Are the symptoms more severe this year? Yes, and that exactly goes to why the hospital is full and why we have so many children needing admission as opposed to being able to be seen and discharged home. In D.C. and 36 states, RSV cases are rising at an alarming rate as a trio of viruses, COVID, the flu, and RSV are filling hospitals to capacity. More than 70% of pediatric beds are already occupied nationwide. Why do you think there's been such an outbreak? So we think it's in large part that during COVID, we had lockdown, we were masking, we were social distancing, and our immune systems, they didn't get the workout they're used to getting. All three viruses have common symptoms, often starting with a fever, congestion, and runny nose. COVID can cause a sore throat and digestive issues. RSV causes wheezing and coughing. Doctors say if your child is having difficulty breathing, pulling in their chest, 
flared nostrils or blue around their nose and mouth, you should seek medical care immediately. It doesn't matter if it's COVID or flu or RSV. If the child is running into trouble with breathing, it doesn't matter what's causing that trouble with breathing. We need to see them in the emergency department. In Texas, when the Thompsons saw their seven-month-old baby Miles was lethargic and not eating, they took him to the emergency room. Don't wait. Don't, don't think it's going to get better on its own. Well, and Dr. Coombs told us she's concerned about how early this spike of RSV is happening and that it means it could be a long winter for emergency rooms. Now, her advice to parents is remain calm, keep an eye on your child when they're sick, and try and stick with these basic preventative measures like washing your hands. All right, there was more threatening talk today from Vladimir Putin. The Russian president said the risk of world conflict is high as he oversaw the start of nuclear military exercises. He also repeated the unfounded claim that Ukraine may be planning a dirty bomb attack. CBS's Holly Williams is following developments from Kyiv. These Russian nuclear drills are an annual event. But this year they come during a vicious war with Ukraine and anxiety that Moscow could use a nuclear bomb in anger. Vladimir Putin watched the exercises by video link. He's openly threatened to use nuclear weapons. And today he repeated Russia's accusation that Ukraine could be planning to detonate a radioactive device, a so-called dirty bomb. The US calls the allegation transparently false. A dirty bomb is less harmful than a nuclear bomb, but uses conventional explosives to spread radioactive material, causing contamination. There are fears that Russia could be laying the groundwork for a so-called false flag operation, staging an incident and then blaming Ukraine, perhaps as a pretext to use a nuclear weapon. President Biden warned Russia against it. I'm not guaranteeing you that it's a false flag operation yet, don't know, but uh, it would be a serious, serious mistake. Russia's military appears to be struggling in Ukraine, recently losing swaths of territory. Today, Ukraine's defense minister told us Russia's exhausted and trying to force Ukraine and the West to negotiate. What you're describing is sort of nuclear or radioactive blackmail. Yes, this is a blackmail. The U.S. says Russia's rhetoric is irresponsible, but sees no reason to change its nuclear posture. Nora. Holly Williams, thank you. Today, the U.S. imposed new sanctions against Iranian officials who cracked down on protests there. Despite that crackdown today, demonstrators marked 40 days since Masha Amini died in police custody. There were rallies in Tehran and also at Amini's gravesite. The 22-year-old woman had been arrested for not wearing a headscarf properly. Iranian police say she died of a heart attack. Her family insists she was beaten. Well, the rifle that was used in a deadly school shooting this week may have been previously removed from the killer's home. That story when we return. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life 
by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. We learned today that the parents of the 19-year-old gunman who killed two people in a school shooting earlier this week previously worked with police to take away a gun from him. Police say the shooter's mother had long been worried about his mental health and got him treatment, including medication, therapy, and committing him to a hospital. The St. Louis police chief believes the weapon taken away months ago may be the same AR-15-style rifle that he used in the attack. Well, tonight, there's a major recall of popular household cleaners, the potential serious risks when we come back. There's an important recall of household cleaners to tell you about. This includes pine saw scented multi-purpose cleaners and all-purpose cleaners. The products could contain bacteria that could cause serious illness in people with compromised immune systems. We also want to point out the recall does not include the original pine scented pine saw. An 80-year-old doctor is set to run his 45th Marine Corps Marathon this weekend. We can't wait to introduce you to him. That's next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The Marine Corps Marathon being run here in Washington this weekend started in 1976 with the goal of promoting goodwill. Perhaps no runner better exemplifies that spirit than the doctor you're about to meet. Here's CBS's Jan Crawford. This weekend, Dr. Glenn Galehood will run his 45th Marine Corps Marathon. He's only missed it twice, but he's up for almost any race. So how many marathons have you run? 170 to date and uh, counting. How many continents? Seven continents. He saves his medals, but his true passion is saving lives with his nonprofit Mission to Heal. It brings medical supplies and training to the most remote corners of the world. We have done what we can. 
to help not just to heal the folk that we see immediately by cutting and sewing, but by teaching those skills such that it continues beyond us. His medical missions are inspired by his runs. The marathon is a good metaphor because it takes discipline, it takes effort, and it takes a commitment. That's what healthcare is. Dr. Gailhood is 80 years old. So how much longer do you plan to keep doing missions and running marathons? Until the next one, and the next one, and the one after that. Because crossing a finish line means it's time to start a new mission. Jan Crawford, CBS News, Durwood, Maryland. I don't know about you, but I'm super impressed. <laughs> That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.